0: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Outcomes Rocket. Sal Marquez here. Today I've got the privilege of hosting RJ Kedziora on the podcast. He's a co-founder of Estenda Solutions. He focuses on people and process management and provides strategic technical direction, guidance and innovation insights creating digital health solutions that improve patient outcomes, reduce costs, increase efficiencies and improve patient and provider satisfaction. He has 25 years of experience in technology and is he's won multiple awards, including the Hems davies Award and granted several patents. So excited to have you here on the podcast. RJ, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Looking forward to our conversation. Likewise. So look, we're going to dive into your company and the work that you guys do at Astenda, But t- tell us what got you into the work.
1: Yeah, I was fortunate early on in seventh grade, way back when in, in the 80s, to my parents bought a personal computer for us and started programming. When we were going into college, I wanted to walk, work in programming and software development, and so I got started there. And then through the 90s, worked through a variety of different companies, and then had, like many people, the desire, the entrepreneurial drive to to start my own company. And had the experience of working in pharmaceutical and healthcare and, and really found working in healthcare was a little bit better than all the other things. I've created the inventory management systems, accounting systems, railroad car scheduling systems, and it's great. They're all very important and you need to get merchandise around. But in healthcare, there's always that sense of giving back something a little bit more
0: when you go to, go to sleep at night. I love it. I love it. I, I agree. And I think everybody listening feels the same way. So definitely appreciate your reasons for why. And and so t- talk to us about your company, Estenda. How are you guys adding value to the healthcare ecosystem?
1: Yeah, it, it's crazy. We just had our 20th anniversary last year. So, so to talk about Estenda and everything we do is probably a multi-hour podcast. But we focus on product development and data analytics solutions. We partner with companies in healthcare, hospitals, physician practices, insurance companies, and also industry, medical device manufacturers, creating innovative solutions. Usually working with the R&D group, sometimes the, the marketing folks when we're on the industry side. And then in healthcare, it's working with individual doctors, nurses, healthcare practitioners who have ideas of, okay, how can we change the current picture? How can we improve patient care? What can we do with this data? How do we find more data? It is our journey over these past 20 years. Well, I'm just working with a large variety of companies, developing new innovative products, and been fortunate that some of those customers over the years have put our names, my name and other developers' names on patents because we've been so much part of that creation process. And then as you can imagine in, in healthcare particularly, it's one thing for a bunch of people in a room to say, Oh, let's try this. You really need to get it out in the real world and make sure it works. So we actually have a couple of PhDs on staff that can help drive those clinical studies as well to make sure that the products that we're developing actually work. That's great.
0: You so you guys make visions
1: into technical
0: working realities. Yes, yeah, I like that. I started using
1: that. <laughs> it's, it's been interesting. And those 20 years, it's been interesting because healthcare has always embraced technology, MRIs, all sorts of devices for diagnostics, but they're the last real industry to truly embrace the idea of data. And so that's one of those things we've seen in these 20 years. Just 20 years ago it was like, okay, we have some data. How do we make value of this limited set of information? Nowadays, the healthcare industry is overwhelmed with data between the Apple Watches and the Rings and different technologies. and The ability to get this information into the healthcare system—they're overwhelmed. So now it's not how do we derive value. It's like how do we find the interesting pieces in that data, in drive decisions. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's really good. And, and so, for everybody listening, how would you
0: position what you guys do better and, and why should folks consider working with your company?
1: Yeah, as I'm sure you and the, the listeners are aware, there are thousands of, of software development firms out there, hundreds that specialize in healthcare. We really focus on a couple things one, creating value and reducing risk throughout the process. We are what's called ISO 1345 certified, which qualifies us for medical device software development. So if something's going to go to the FDA or European regulatory bodies for approval, we have the necessary certifications and processes in place to drive a a product that is created with a high level of quality. But what that really means is SOP, standard operating procedures, checklists to make sure everything is at least thought of. You might decide not to do a particular thing at a, a stage in a product, but you're at least thinking about it. And so at a corporate level across the, the board from a product perspective, really focus on that creating value, reducing risk, and, and driving everything through checklists and, and things like that. At the individual person level within the organization, we do two things. We provide health care, health medical education So if you're working on a project in in multiple sclerosis, we're gonna provide some of that education. And there's just a plethora of information out there on YouTube and from Harvard, from Stanford Medical, from all of these institutions that put out this content. So it's very easy to acquire and use that content to help get our developers, the QA people, others in the organization up to speed in the area that they're working on, which has really been a benefit and the second aspect of that is emphasizing empathy. that empathy is a key to a lot of what we do in that education, understanding what that patient is going through with a particular condition, what is their journey like, and also the healthcare professional, what is their journey like? How do they provide care to this patient? What are their challenges? So understanding that really helps us drive unique, innovative, valuable solutions.
0: That's great. Thank you for that. And so you've been at it for, did you say 20 years? You guys have been in business for 20 years?
1: It's been been around for 20 years now.
0: Man, that's kudos to you, right? Because the the business statistics are not the best. Basically, after 10 years, only 3% survive. And you've been at it for 20. So it shows you, you guys definitely have an offering that has stuck. You've added value to the industry. You've got your technical certifications in place, so kudos there. And as you look in the rearview mirror, what would you say is a setback that you experienced that came with the huge learning that's made you guys even stronger?
1: One thing that out of that twenty years of history, we also have some customers that have been with us for 20 years. A couple others have been 10 plus, which is amazing. I think about lessons learned and I I go back to even before I started Extended kind of thing early in my career, I'm working on some projects where we didn't have the right users involved. Even some projects early on in, in Extended days, it's like you really have to question who is the user of the product? And in healthcare, you particularly have to To think about that, you know, so you're working with doctors, nurses, some PhDs necessarily. Who's really using the application? You want to make sure that you have those people as part of the team. Very, I alluded to very early in my career, developed a solution at a large enterprise to do uh, complaint handling processing. And there was like three or four people that were really deeply involved and they didn't want to involve those users. In that project. And so as we were developing it, it was like, this just isn't going to work. So that was very early on, Learned that lesson. And then just from a career perspective, also software development is, it's very important to learn and understand the technology. But when you think about writing software, you really write software very small percent of the time, a lot of the time you're reading the software you write and understanding. So the more that you can communicate to others and help others as part of the team understand what you're doing, the better off you're gonna be. So I think about those two things a lot. Yeah, no, that's really good, RJ,
0: is it's alignment, making sure you're aligning with the end user, and then alignment, making sure you're communicating consistently about everything that's going on. And I, I was having an interview, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, And uh, a physician that I was talking to is like, in healthcare, this seems to be one of the only places that people innovate and say, no, 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 don't use it to the end user. Don't show it to the end user. (laughs) It's like, why? (laughs) And the analogy she used was like making a cake and it's got nuts in it and then you serve it and then half the people are allergic to nuts. And it's like, there goes half of your adoption because you didn't ask them when you could just ask them. So I, I think your, your example there is spot on. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about technologies and trends that are making a difference, making an impact today, what would you say one
1: that stands out to you is? Gen AI, the chat is and everything is obviously making an impact. But I think of uh, in a lot of our work is in another area and it's aging in the home. And the ability to capture information and remotely monitor your patients. I think that's going to make a huge impact, particularly in the U.S. as our population gets older and older. You don't want to take your elder parents out of the home they've lived in 50 years and put them into a long-term care center. They're just not going to be comfortable. Let them age in place, be where they are. And the technology exists today to be able to passively monitor and understand what's going on. At home, they can wear the Apple Watch. They can wear the ring. They can share that information with their caregivers, with their next-door neighbor. There are devices that'll go under the mattress in your bed. They're like, okay, I know my father and my mother got up today, got out of bed. I know they opened the refrigerator door to really understand what is going on. And if they get up every day at 6 a.m. and make the coffee at 7.30 and that pattern changes the technology exists to then let you know, hey, they've diverged from the usual pattern and, and maybe it's, yeah, give them a call, check in with them, how are they doing? So I, I think that's going to make a huge difference in, in healthcare and in just society in general as we move forward. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, thank you, RJ. There's definitely a big opportunity
0: there. Nobody's ever comfortable, especially when you've been in your home for so long, just going into a home, like it just, it's the worst place you could be. and And I agree, there's a lot of, technologies out there sounds like you're working on many of them and the gen ai thing is also big and folks by the way i was chatting with rj right before we we hit record uh, you're doing a webinar right rj on 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 gen ai talk to us about that it's going to be like literally tomorrow so if you're listening to this in the show notes we'll leave a link for you to sign up and so you can check it out and don't miss it but tell us about it rj why should people attend
1: yeah, absolutely. You can go to the Astenda LinkedIn webpage and it's right there pinned to the top to be able to sign up for it. And it's about using I in product development. So everybody talks about generative AI in terms of coding, software development. And it's very true. It has huge use cases there. But there's so much more opportunity in using the generative AI solutions beyond software development in figuring out what your requirements are for the software. What are the questions you should be asking? So a standards process is very template-driven, checklist-driven, but you can go into ChatGPT and say, or Bard or any of these other solutions, and like, okay, what are the top five things I need to consider when I'm doing X? And make sure you don't forget those types of things. But it can do that. It can generate data for you generate test cases. There's just so many use cases, use cases for making your own process better in the product that you're producing better. So we're going to talk about that in a number of different situations. That's exciting. So for everybody
0: that has a software product, a lot of you, definitely check out RJ's webinar. We're going to link it up in the show notes so you could get access to that. Okay. so RJ, what would you leave us with closing thought-wise and the best place for, honestly, I think the call to action is go check out your webinar. But you know what? Yeah. Let's leave it at that, right? <laughs> Let's, Let's leave it at on. that. We're good. And, and so what closing thought would you give
1: folks? And obviously, go check out RJ's webinar. But what closing thought would you leave everybody with? I, I And you'll see it in the webinar description kind of thing. But I've been saying a lot. There is some fear out there of people being replaced by AI in these Gen AI solutions. You're not going to be replaced by the Gen AI solutions you're going to be replaced by the people using them. And that's the key, right? You need to get out there and start experimenting with this technology. In, in college, I was actually going to get a, a PhD in, in AI, and then I got a job offer and went into the marketplace and have been playing in the AI space all of these years in various different arenas. But Gen AI is making a difference, and it will con- it's just going to continue to improve. RJ, great call. We
0: won't be replaced with AI, but we'll definitely be replaced by somebody that's using it. So find out about it. Get involved. Do webinars like the one RJ is doing. Download a course. Start using it like small use cases. Get the paid version of Chat GPT and stretch it. Find indications. There's, it's a great call, RJ, and there's a lot of ways to do it. The main one is to go check out RJ's webinar. So we'll link that up. Check out the show notes below. RJ, appreciate you jumping on with us and looking forward to staying in touch and looking forward to your (laughs) webinar.